Hey, hey! So excited to have you here. Maybe this is a coincidence, but I don't believe in those. I believe that everything in our life happens with reason. And that's why I believe that you are here today, because you are meant for more. Yes, you are! My name is Barbara, and I want to share my journey with you. Talk about personal growth and challenges that we are all facing. But I also want to encourage you to ask different questions so you can find and live your purpose. I invite you to be curious, to think outside the box and step out of your comfort zone. Join me and discover how to unlock your potential, take responsibility and create life on your own terms. Hello, hello, dear listener. Welcome to another episode. So I hope that you're having a beautiful day wherever you are. Here is Sunday and I started my day with meditation by Joe Dispenza. And let me tell you, I love the guy. If you haven't checked out Dr. Joe yet, I highly recommend it. I think that that's the person who was like one of the first when I was starting my journey, like the whole journey, self-development, awakening, everything. So you can learn a lot. And he has amazing meditations that you can even listen to on YouTube. So yeah, check it out. I enjoyed my morning and I was having cacao ritual and enjoying a lot of flowers at home. It kind of also felt like celebration. Um, But yeah, there are some reasons to celebrate. I would say like just having so many blessings in my life. Yesterday I was hosting a cacao ceremony and meditation for a group of wonderful women. So my space was simply filled with all this joy and colors. And I was just on that, you know, like high vibration and I'm fine with staying there. So also speaking of gratitude, I took some time yesterday to reflect on my blessings. I was talking to my partner as we went for a dinner and we were just kind of, you know, having conversation. And then I realized like there are so many blessings in my life. And that's why I want to ask you as you're tuning in to this episode, I want to invite you to think of three blessings in your own life. It's easy to get caught up in the busyness of life and forget to count our blessings, the good things, the things that we already have, right? As we are always running and trying to reach certain things, certain goals, it's also very important to remind ourselves what we do have at this very moment. So taking a moment to do so, it can really shift our perspective in powerful ways. So as you think of your blessings, take a deep breath into your heart area and just feel that gratitude. Ask yourself, how does the gratitude feel? Did you know that when you feel gratitude, you can't feel anger or frustration? It's like being on the other end of the stick. So yeah, try to focus on blessings a little bit more. But let's talk about our topic. So in today's episode, I want to continue our conversation about emotions and how often we hide our feelings. You know, I'm going through this beautiful, deep healing journey. And last year was all about my inner child work, shadow work. And now it's just like continuation of ongoing integration and accepting and loving myself, learning more about myself, learning about my patterns, letting go, coming back to them, making different choices, observing the reactions when I'm triggered and observing the triggers so I can respond differently. 
As you can hear, I made the difference between responding and reacting. It's more like when you're triggered and you just like react from whatever pattern, you know, in whatever way, because you're emotional, that's reaction. And it's quite opposite of me pausing, taking a breath and choosing how I want to respond in triggering situation. So the more you are able to observe yourself, your patterns and the triggers, the more power you have when you take responsibility for those situations and you actually choose your response. And true, sometimes we get all caught up in situations, but being able to see those patterns and habits and your thought processes, catching yourself in those moments, that's a big part of building our awareness because only when we are aware of what is, we can make a different choice. Ooh, I think this is very powerful. And that's exactly why we talked about the importance of being present here and now in last episode. So you can practice that actually every day. Let me give you a few examples before we continue. For example, when you just wash your hands, feel the water on your skin, feel your skin. When you're walking, feel your feet in your shoes, like you can wiggle your fingers or just the ground underneath, like the moment when you touch the ground. Or when you're eating, be aware that you are chewing and swallowing the food. When you're drinking, be aware of it. When you talk to someone, notice your breath, notice their presence. Literally feel the person, feel their energy. Personally, I found that focusing on my breath helps me stay grounded and centered. Literally noticing my chest or belly expanding as I bring in that fresh air and then I release. Last time we talked about allowing ourselves to feel our emotions fully. Today, I want to dive deeper into why we hide our emotions. You know, I actually learned a lot from my own journey. I was suffering from aggressive migraines and I learned that ignoring that inner voice and pushing myself too hard only leads to physical manifestations of pain. It seems like whenever I neglected that voice inside of me, when I pushed myself into the corner, when I was feeling stuck and that I don't have a choice, my body was reacting and sending me a message. I don't think that there's like something that, yeah, I need to experience pain, but pain and migraines were obviously a sign that I took as a sign, actually the pain I took as a sign because I couldn't ignore the pain, but all the rest, my needs and anything, maybe that inner voice, you know, I was ignoring that. So when I was being like literally surviving and suffering with those migraines, I tried to understand it in a different way. Like what is the message behind this? And what is that that I'm missing on? So usually it was always when I would go against myself, my values, and then it became painful. So there is a lot to that neglect, ignorance of how we feel. Mm, What do you think? Why do we hide our emotions? Is it out of fear of judgment or a lack of feeling safe to express our true feelings? There's much to unpack here. And take this moment as an opportunity to exercise, to check in with yourself and ask yourself, am I expressing how I truly feel? 
what do I do when I, in my body I feel that something is not right but I still do it? In what situations you are expressing or not expressing yourself? Just try to reflect, try to see, is there a pattern? Is there a certain situation or circumstances or people who make you feel unsafe or safe? This is just for you to reflect and see how are you dealing with your emotions and are you actually expressing your feelings? You know, it's almost universal for people to hide their feelings at some point in their life. So sometimes we have the best intention and we want to keep peace in some situations. You want to avoid conflict and, you know, you don't want to make a lot of drama or hurt other people. Suppressing emotions occasionally isn't necessarily harmful as long as we eventually address them in a healthy way. But when it becomes a habit, it can actually hinder our ability to communicate authentically. There are several reasons why people learn to suppress their emotions and I want to share a few of them with you. So today we will be talking about three reasons that are quite often. So the first one is avoiding showing weakness. Yes, often we are connecting some negative emotions, especially like tears and crying with weakness. So expressing emotions can make us feel vulnerable. We worry that showing sadness, fear or frustration will lead others to judge us or think we can't handle our feelings. This fear of being perceived as weak or incapable often prompts us to hide our emotions. You could also have some concerns around others using these feelings against you, especially if that's what happened to you before. Another thing is avoiding expressing yourself because you don't want to get hurt. When someone you care about does something upsetting, you might choose to hide your annoyance. Yes, their actions bother you. But If they react negatively when you tell them how you feel, you could end up triggering an even more painful conflict. So instead, you choose to avoid conflict entirely. And then you don't say what you mean. You don't express how you feel. This desire to avoid pain often stems from an underlying lack of trust in yourself or others. If people have manipulated your emotions in the past, You might fear trusting someone new with your feelings. You might also lack faith in your own ability to handle conflict in a positive and productive way. So I want to say this is normal. If you feel something like this and you've been through this, it happens to almost everyone. But if this is something that is ongoing and it affects your well-being, then it's really needed to address it and see how you can work around it. And the third thing I want to mention today is lack of confidence. So let's say you grow up receiving the message that your opinions and feelings don't matter. You'll likely learn to hide your feelings from an early age, right? So this often happens when parents and caregivers judge or criticize you for expressing your emotions. This judgment isn't limited to negative emotions either. So it means that 
some of us have been restricted from having any outbursts, negative or positive. Eventually, you may no longer feel safe expressing your opinions and feelings, so you hide them to prevent further criticism. You see how this is all connected? Also, if your parents were masking their own emotions, it can reinforce the idea that you should do the same. This just reminds me of my mom's reaction whenever I would cry. So I would believe that I am oversensitive and tears would just run down my face in situations where I needed to defend myself or express my opinion or I was feeling not heard. Let's say that there was discussion between my mom and me and I wanted to, you know, like express my standpoint. I remember I was standing at the door of my room and I don't remember what was the discussion about, but I do remember clearly. So I have this picture in my head that I'm standing on the door and she's saying something and I'm trying to explain something and I can feel tears starting to form in my eyes, you know, like my eyes are getting watery and my mom's words were, don't think you'll get anything with tears. Whoa. I think I will remember this till the end of my life. I think this was like a slap in the face because I didn't want to cry in front of her, but tears were simply flowing down. I couldn't control them. More than anything, I didn't want to show my mom the tears. I was a teenager, maybe 13 or 14. But I felt so weak when I would feel that ball like forming in my throat, my voice starts to change and tremble and my eyes get watery. Later in my life, I would always have a problem holding back my tears, whether I was pointing something out to my boyfriend or having a really important conversation with my manager where I felt they had wronged me and I had to stand up for myself. My voice would always change and tears would come and I hated it. The more I tried to suppress, the less effective I was. So yeah, I hated to be seen crying as I was connecting it with weakness. Also, my boyfriend used to call me watery eyes, which obviously was funny, but to me, can you imagine? (laughs) my struggle from my young age. Yeah, today I see those tears in a different light. I learned that tears come when I speak my truth. Most of the time it's true that I was afraid to express and where there was a need to stand up for myself, set boundaries and truly hold my own hand. Because as you know, challenges come, circumstances aren't always working out for us. But if we learn to navigate through those periods with self-confidence and trust that we are supported, we will eventually find a way out. So I invite you to check in with yourself. Are you speaking your truth? Are you neglecting yourself while trying to take care of others' feelings? Another thing I recall is anger. I already talked a little bit about this in one of previous episodes, I think one with inner child. Um, The thing is, I've never learned to express anger. Actually, if you ask me, I would say like, I'm never getting angry. But is that possible? I rarely saw my parents getting angry. I simply never learned that anger is a valid 
emotion <laughs> as all the rest. And certainly I've been angry before, but why I suppress even a memory of it? So there are some questions I can ask myself and see how I learned, what I learned about anger and see how I, you know, managed until now, how I was dealing with it. So as you see, being curious can help you understand yourself better, get to know yourself and your needs. Also explore all the ways in which you hide, suppress or ignore your emotions. Because whenever you experience an emotion and you don't let it process, that emotion gets stuck in your body. Imagine emotion as an energy that has its own cycle and whenever this cycle is interrupted and doesn't come to completion you don't allow yourself to express all that energy can't flow it gets blocked it gets stuck so how can you move that stuck energy in your body you know because through all our life we've been just collecting and piling up different emotions and feelings and Many times we were not expressing what we truly feel. So as you become aware of these stuck emotions within you, it's important to find healthy ways to release them. One powerful method is through mindful practices such as meditation, yoga or deep breathing exercises. And these practices actually can help you create space for the emotion to flow and allow you to observe those emotions without judgment. I will always repeat this, curiosity before judgment. And in the last episode, I talked about how to be with your emotions. Today, I want to add that you can use somatic exercises to release. I also have some videos for releasing anger and overwhelm. So if you would like to check those, reach out via Instagram or Facebook and I'll be sending them to you. But... Let's also be honest, it can take time and effort to learn to share your feelings openly. These strategies can help you get more comfortable with your emotions and overcome the urge to suppress them. So I want to remind you, share your feelings honestly. Your emotions are part of your life experience and if you discount them, it can eventually invalidate your identity and sense of self and prevent you from moving forward and you know like if you want to grow and expand but you're like not expressing yourself it gets stuck and it gets heavy and it definitely affects you on long term so there are ways to share feelings even negative ones without being rude it helps to practice emotional communication by first opening up to loved ones and others you trust. So often we share our feelings by addressing you never this or that or you always this or that. <laughs> and this can be a great opener for conflict as another person can feel attacked, right? But let's be honest, nobody never or always do something. Instead of blaming it on them, what if you choose to share how it feels in your body? I'll be talking more about this, but example is when you share how something feels in your body, nobody can argue that. I might say to my partner, I feel tension in my shoulders and this overwhelming feeling in my chest as I feel I have so many things to do around the house and I just can't manage all, so I feel I could use some support. You see, 
instead of saying, you never do anything, it's me cleaning all the time, I can't do this anymore. So, saying it in the first version can actually turn out pretty well if you communicate it this way. And I did not have expectations of my partner when I said it, when I shared how I feel, but I felt immediate release after saying it out loud, as if I supported myself. Instead of saying, no point in saying anything and acting angry and cutting him off and, you know, being just like, hmm, smashing doors, people don't read your mind. So, sometimes things might even seem silly when you say them, but it is truly important to express yourself. It is so freeing. Trust me, you want to feel that freedom. Another effective way for you to release your stuck emotions is movement, dancing, maybe creativity, you know? Playing music or just doing something where you can express your creativity. Find what works for you. And then additionally, I mean, you always should be and should feel okay to ask for support. Whether it's a friend or somebody from your family who you trust or a therapist it can be really valuable for your personal journey and talking about your feelings with someone who listens without judgment can provide validation and help you process and release those emotions. Remember, releasing stuck emotions is a journey and it's okay to take it one step at a time. Be patient and compassionate with yourself as you navigate this process. It's not about you getting somewhere or fixing something. It's just about you finding compassion and finding a way to be there for yourself. Okay, how can you listen to yourself more? How can you support yourself better? What is that that I need? Ask yourself those questions and see what are the answers. And I wish you a lovely day. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to stay connected, you can subscribe to the podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any comments, suggestions or questions, feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'll be delighted to connect with you and also create content that resonates with you the most. Thank you for tuning in, wishing you a lovely day and until next time.